The following content has been provided by New St. Andrews College in Moscow, Idaho. For more information, visit us online at www.nsa.edu. Joe, uh, could you tell us what it is that you do and how the MST program served you and what you do? Right, so um, I'm a professor at uh, Bethlehem College and Seminary in Minneapolis. And a number of years ago, um, I was, we, we had started a Christian worldview program for a freshman and sophomore year of college. And, um, and then we had a, a, a major that sort of built on top of that that was in biblical studies. Well, we wanted to have another major that was going to be focused on the history of ideas to be essentially a great books program. And I was tasked to um, design and then implement, oversee that program. And so when they said, hey, we want you to do this great books program, I said, well, great, I better go read some great books. Um, and so at the time, it was basically a, a sense of, I'd read a handful of things. I was an English minor in, uh, in college. Um, I've always been a, a reader. And so theology and philosophy, I was familiar with a number of things there. But there was a whole swath of stuff that I just hadn't had any exposure to beyond kind of uh, survey, rudimentary sort of stuff. And so when I started looking around thinking, I, I want something that's going to actually equip me to do um, uh, teach great books in such a way that's going to be integrated with my Christian faith um, for the sake of my students. So I want to get something that I can then turn around and pass on. Um, there weren't a whole lot of options, quite frankly, at, at the master's level that were attractive. And so New St. Andrews was one of those. Um, and then when the Master of Studies program launched, it was kind of a perfect deal because I didn't then need to quit my job and move out here. Um, I could stay, continue to do what I was doing, um, and then and then complete the education in a, in a format that was work for me, my family, and my job. So that was kind of the incentive and uh, for me to come out was to um, get this great books focused education that I was then going to turn around and try to replicate in Minneapolis. Okay. Now you've come out for some of these week-long summer sessions. Yeah. From the student's perspective, can you walk us through what it's like to spend a summer where one of the weeks is going to be in Moscow as an MST student? Right, yeah, so having been on an academic schedule um, just like you guys are, it was actually a really convenient um, way of doing it. So we'd have the, the, um, in the online courses during the year, um, which were fine above and beyond my just, I'd have to find time to study and do some discussion posts and so forth. Um, but the real, I think the highlight of the program for me was coming out here every summer for about a week or two um, and getting to kind of that, that immersion experience here in Moscow. Um, and, and the advantage of that for me was, A, not just, it wasn't just reading books and discussing them in a forum like it is, as, as helpful as that was um, in, the, in the online portions, but the actual classroom interaction, the interaction with professors, both in and then outside the classroom. So I know a number of times we had, we had class or had an extra class kind of down at Bootsers. Um, and, uh, and so there was a lot of things like that, the intangibles, um, getting to spend time uh, with some of the other uh, pastors, other people here in, here in Moscow. Those were all kind of value adds um, that, that made it a kind of immersion experience for that week or two um, and gave me a sense of, okay, if, that, if I want to replicate this back where I'm at, something like this, um, if I want to have this, this history of ideas major, this is the sort of thing that I want to do. This is the kind of interactions, this kind of discussions we want to get into. Um, and so it was really good from the, I think, on the teaching side for me to see how this was taught live. Okay. Um, now, I'm curious, the books that you now teach, I imagine you teach a number of books that were not part of the NSA curriculum that were right. delivered to you. Did the NSA MST program serve you even to deliver books that perhaps we didn't deliver to you? Right, yeah. 
So that, that's absolutely right. So um, there were a number of books. Um, so things like Herodotus, I took Herodotus from you. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the curriculum that I, that I teach um, and teach it in, in much the same way that I learned. But I also teach things like um, some Greek philosophy, Plato's Republic, which I didn't read in the program. But what, what was helpful was um, having a context for just ancient literature in general to know the sort of questions and um, conversations that are going on in these various disciplines. So I did a couple of classes on medieval philosophy, but didn't get um, a full immersion in Greek philosophy or Roman. And so I've had to kind of um, fill in that gap on my own, but I had a pretty good sense of what sort of discussions were going to come later, what sort of other discussions were happening in history, um, so Herodotus and things like that, some Greek tragedies and so forth. Um, and so because of that, I was able to sort of narrow in on this is how, these are some questions that I ought to be asking here. And I think what it's what it's really enabled me to do is when I'm teaching the, the ancient worldview, for example, or, or talking about uh, ancient literature, to try to draw some connections between uh, philosophy and history um, and literature and, and so forth um, for the benefit of my students. Good. Yeah, so in classes that you had with me, I remember going through Herodotus, another course, Bede, Hugh, yeah. of, Hugh of St. Victor. Mm-hmm. You had several courses with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would hope that that would help you do deliver Herodotus, but does it help you teach other books besides the ones that you got from us? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, um, I mean, uh, once you've learned, <laughs> this is how I think I felt in general about, um, before doing this program, why did I even want to do great books? Why did I even want to teach great books when I would have a biblical studies background? Um, w- once you've learned to read, you've learned to read. And the same principles that help you read the Bible well are going to help you read other ancient texts well. And so having had all of that already there and then now simply trying to apply it in these new um, new texts, um, but asking the same sorts of questions. What was the author or his concerns? What was he after? Well, why did he set things up this way? Asking good questions and then being able to um, turn around and help students ask those same questions. So what the sorts of things that professors here were trying to get me and my classmates to do were the, are the same sorts of things that I'm trying to get my students now to do. And therefore, it's, it's, it's um, infinitely replicable. It's just new text, but the same basic thing is happening with each one of them. Okay, good. Um, could you describe your, uh, your process with thesis? Maybe this is unfair. I was your thesis advisor. That's right. This is <laughs> awful. <laughs> awful experience. But, yeah. uh, but a lot of students uh, see that as one of the requirements kind of right. on the end or the finish line of the program. Um, yeah. How did that relate to the program, and how was that part of the experience for you? Yeah, I think ha- knowing that that was coming, uh, entering the program, and wanting to be thinking a little bit. So I think um, actually one of the summers that I was out here, I think I was taking a handful of different courses, um, one of which was on Shakespeare, one of which was on some medieval philosophy with Dr. McIntosh, and then um, and then maybe like even a, um, a history course uh, with you on uh, Bede or something like that. And, uh, and I don't remember what initially triggered it, but basically I started seeing some connections between these courses, uh, these different books that we were reading, having to do with, uh, my, my thesis ended up being on um, naming, on how we name the world. So Adam named Eve, Adam named the animals. How does that extend itself out into various genres of literature, um, in particular history? And I think it was a comment maybe you had made in class about Adam naming the animals that was one of the things. And there were some comments from, uh, from Dr. Greaser in our uh, Shakespeare class, and there were some comments from Dr. McIntosh in his philosophy class, that all of a sudden, that was early in the program, started to put some pieces together. And so basically then it became, for the rest of my time, as I'm reading these other books, I have my, my antenna up for that discussion. Um, how can I tie some other things in? And then, so that when it came time to the end, I already had some thinking 
done, and it was a matter of sitting down as, as we did and talking about what are some other key books that I need to, to look at, what do I also need to engage with um, in order to actually write something that's going to contribute to knowledge. Um, and so it ended up being a really, it was, it was actually a whole program process, not just a wait till the end um, and, and write something totally unrelated, um, which I think is a good way to do it. Okay, very good. Now, you've written some other things now that are really published. Yeah. Uh, is there a, a relationship between uh, the books that you've, you've written and your NSA experience? I think, um, well, you know, some of the, so I've, one of the books I've written is called The Things of Earth, Treasuring God by Enjoying His Gifts. It's and, a great book, by the way. And thanks. Um, <laughs> but one of the chapters and I in saw there, Adam naming the animals. Adam right? naming the animals does show up there. So actually one of the chapters does have uh, had a number of the thoughts in there on culture and the arts um, and, uh, and knowledge um, came out of a lot of the discussions we had around here. And so, yeah, it did show up in particular in that, in that book. And I think the other, the other one would be, um, I don't remember timing-wise, but my, the book on, on Narnia does also draw on some, some work that I know I spent some time studying out here in relation to the medieval view of the world and things like that. So, um, so both of those did show up and, and influence some other projects that I've worked on. Okay, good. Um, now, educationally, what are you doing with yourself now that you're done with New St. Andrews, you've written some things, where are you now? Right, so uh, at the moment, I'm in a, a PhD program at Union School of Theology. It's a distance program, um, and my focus there is on uh, Jonathan Edwards and his view of attributes of God, um, which um, I didn't take any courses here in Jonathan Edwards, but the courses that I took on medieval philosophy, for example, and Reformation theology um, have formed a pretty good background to be able to ask some of the questions. There's questions about Edwards um, that I I'd studied Edwards even before I came here, um, but there were questions that I didn't even know were questions that I learned here that then applying to, to Edwards as a new object of study I think have been uh, really interesting. And, if, and the other thing has been um, just the resource that the faculty have been continuing um, even after the program. So um, being able to uh, shoot an email back to uh, Dr. McIntosh or to, to you and say, hey, I'm working on this. Um, any, any ideas where I should look, anything I should look at, or anything I, I may be missing, a book or an article or something. And just being able to have that uh, interaction with professors in order to um, help me with these later studies, um, I think is a, a big benefit, just that community of, of learning that you kind of get inducted to as a part of the program. Good. Have you uh, been to Princeton and visited Edward's grave? I have not yet. I've, I've not. Uh, I've, we've got plans for, for a trip at some point up the East Coast, mainly for baseball. We want to kind of go do a baseball tour. But if we go do a baseball tour, I imagine some uh, a stop in in uh, in Princeton would be. It's right there uh, between. You go from Camden Yards to Citizens Bank Park, and then yeah, as, that's you're, right. as you're making your you're way from down Yankee Stadium to Fenway, it's between yeah. Citizens Bank there and Yankee go. Stadium. That's right. So good. As long as you've got to locate it. All right. Very good. So. Uh, Joe, your, your story is that you were teaching at Bethlehem, and this helped to address some of your gaps. Who else do you think that this program might be good for? Right. So You've got uh, a pretty unique story. Others, there's other stories out there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I've actually, um, my, uh, my youngest brother's actually just started the program, um, and he, he wants to teach. He doesn't know at what level yet, um, whether that's at the, at the high school level or college level, going on to get further education. But when he said, what should I do in between my, undergrad, uh, my BA and and whatever's next, um, I said this would be a great program for him, partly because he's married, has a family, uh, and he's got a job, and so he's, he needs to be able to work. Um, and so this allows him to do some further study and to, and to dip his toes, basically, into kind of the academic world at a, 
at a higher level to see whether he still wants to continue down that path. So I think people in a situation like that who are trying to decide, do I really want to do academics? Maybe they're doing some other kind of career already, um, but they might want to jump into teaching. Um, this would be a really good program to kind of get a breadth um, and a good foundation if they wanted to go into further study. And then obviously, I know that you guys gear the program for classical Christian educators, and that's a, certainly a group. I've had students who have come through my program who want to teach in that kind of context, and I've said if they want to continue, um, this would be another great op option for them, especially, and, and, it, and it really is for that student um, who doesn't want to uproot, who feels like they've planted, they've got a good church, they've got a good situation, they may have a job already, um, but they want to get some more education and they don't have anything close by. This is a fantastic program for people in a situation like that um, because of the flexibility that it allows. So I think anybody in, the, in that range, as well as, um, you know, this is another target of our program at the undergraduate level, as it is, I know, for you guys. But um, for uh, moms who are interested in being active in their kids' education, whether they homeschool or whether they just try to, to help, um, programs like this are actually really great for for a homeschool mom uh, to be able to fill in some gaps in her own education. She may not have had a, a classical education, and this is a great way to kind of fill in those gaps for her so she can bless her own children. Okay, good. I think that's good. That's good. New St. Andrews College thanks you for listening.